Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today I am super excited because I feel like we have a great, fun topic. Uh, Today we're going to talk about how to be a better friend. So I tell a lot of my friends that I'm not a great friend. It's true. I was even speaking about it earlier this week and I was like, yeah, (laughs) I don't. I'm not a great friend. Like, I care right? And I love to give gifts and I love to be comforting and have deep conversations. And I like to do all of these things. However, in regards to, you know, I'm not very good at keeping in touch or coming up with ideas of what to do together. Um, I also have an issue with how much to trust my friends with, you know, like my past trauma or current struggles I am going through, you know, and this is all because of my personal abandonment issues. It's my own personal, um, struggles and things that I've gone through. I I don't trust easily. I try not to latch onto people too quickly because I've had experience, you know, again with abandonment, people leaving me. And um and then I get I have a super high anxiety about saying the wrong thing or looking stupid or, you know, just caring for someone more than they care for me. But these are all just the things that I struggle with as a friend. And I know everyone has their own things they lack in friendships, which is why I wanted to chat about this today. I do consider myself to be a good friend in certain areas, but majority, if you wanted to look at it from like a top top down kind of level, I feel like that I, I would not be considered a great friend because of not reaching out. But it's so interesting. I spoke with someone recently and I do think a lot about my friends and I pray about them and, you know, I consider reaching out to them, but you know, um, I can be so vulnerable. It's about so many things with any, with like a lot of people in my life that are, um, family or my husband or people on the internet. But when it comes to actual friendships, I have this fear that I'm not going to be accepted. And if you are feeling the same, if you feel like, your past experiences and your traumas are affecting your friendships, then I would encourage you to do what I am doing, uh, which is going to therapy and talking about it and really figuring it out. Because today, you know, I am going to give you some tips on how to be a better friend. But if if it's if it has more to do with what you've gone through and you know how how you feel kind of broken mentally, um, and I don't mean that in a negative way because I'm right there with you. Uh, you're going to need a little bit more help. However, these tips today will really help you. So I believe that if we take the time to be the best friend we can be to people we say we care about, right? Um, It will make all the difference in how long the relationship lasts, how deep it goes, and how well you will be able to get through emotional bumps in the road, you know, emotional... um, maybe physical. I hope not. I hope that it's not like coming to actual blows. Uh, But there are going to be those eventual bumps in the road. Those things are going to come up. It's not if, it's when, right? It's when. And that's not negative. It's just being realistic and understanding that you'll have to, you get, you're going to get in fights. You're going to be in disagreements. There's going to be differences of opinion. And that's totally fine because the differences that we all have really bring us together to, you know, share our perspectives with other people and learn from each other, which I think is fantastic. Um, But sometimes we don't even realize that we aren't being good friends unless we have people in our lives that are willing to speak up and tell us what's up, right? Be like, listen, you're you're not doing your best here, or you're kind of slacking in this area, or I don't appreciate that you do this, that, and the other in a nice way, in an honest way, in a way that's like very acceptable 
critical, you know, criticism. You know, it's just in, in the best way possible, right? With tact, <laughs> not attacking and not condescending, but with tact. But if you don't know that is part of being a good friend, then you could get stuck in a loop of miscommunication, frustration, and pain within your friendship, which I have been in before because you just lack being able to call each other out and really have deep conversations about what's going on, how each person feels, and really coming to um, some sort of agreement or understanding, um, which I know it can be hard. You know, having tough conversations with friends, with family, with your spouse, with whomever can be one of the toughest things that you do because you have to get vulnerable, right? And you have to share how you're feeling. And it's even more tough when you do know that they don't agree or they have a different perspective or experience with it. And you have to be able to stand up for yourself. And if you aren't able to stand up for yourself, it makes it even harder, and then you might just crumble and fold to what they want, especially if you're a people pleaser or perfectionist because you don't want things to go awry. You don't want trouble. You want to keep the peace, right? Um, But I'm here to encourage you that you need to, you know, have those raw conversations to get through it so that your friendship can get better and you don't have as much miscommunication, frustration, and pain. And I think we all can agree that it's worth you know, that it's worth it to take care of our friends as best we can with all the craziness happening in the world. If we're able to rekindle or still continue to flourish in our friendships, uh, we feel like we at least still have something beneficial in our lives, something awesome that we can lean back onto when all this other crap is happening, right? Just to be realistic. So uh, today I'm going to share with you six tips that I think would be super helpful on how to be a better friend. So the first tip is to communicate with honesty and openness. I think, you know, I think it's it's really helpful to communicate with honesty and be open about what your problem is, what your issue is, how you were offended, how you um, are dealing with maybe bitterness or holding a grudge, resentment, any of these things, and or just really telling them how, how you feel like you were attacked or how you feel like you were hurt or how you feel like you were betrayed or any of those things, right? I think that having honesty is the best policy, as cheesy as that sounds, but I also think it will create stronger bonds and stronger friendships because you're not holding anything back, you're not being fake, you're not you're not pretending that everything is okay. You're actually just being honest. You're like, "Hey, and I know that honesty can come off as being hurtful because if you don't know how to properly tell someone something, you don't have tact when you share honest feelings with someone, then they they can feel like you are attacking them. They can feel like you're saying really rude things. They can feel like you're not actually trying to be a friend in the moment. You're just trying to be a jerk, right? And that's not the point. The point is to be honest and open and just be willing to just lay it bare and be like, hey, this is where I am. Can you please tell me where you are so we can actually get through this and move on, not just pretend like we are. So I believe that being a better friend is to communicate with honesty and openness. The second one is don't be flaky. (laughs) Don't be flaky. You know, if you are going to say, 
If you're going to tell someone, yeah, let's go to this thing on this day at this time, right? That's like making a plan. That's a plan plan. That's more than just being like, yeah, we should go to this place sometime. Or even more than being like, hey, let's go to this place on this day. But you haven't set a time yet because you don't know, right? If you're like, hey, let's go to this place with these people this time on this day, then and then you're like, you know, the day before or the day of. I mean, if it's the day before, it's better. But the day of, you're like, oh, no, I don't want to go. And sometimes there are going to be a good excuse of like something happened or you have to attend to something that came up that you weren't expecting. But if you make plans and then you decide to just fall out the last second, you're so super flaky, you know, and, or if you promise to help someone with something and then you don't show up or you don't help, that's being super flaky. You can't be flaky. I I have people in my life that are, and it drives me crazy. I had to get to a point where that was just my expectation that they were flaky. And so I have super low expectations. So if something actually does happen, then it's great news. It's joyous. It's fantastic. But um, but I don't want to have to do that with a bunch of my friends. And I just think it's helpful if you're not flaky. And if you really, um, can't commit to something and you feel like you're being not bullied, but, uh, pressured to say yes to being invited to something or plan something, you really have to work on yourself of, you know, having those boundaries and saying, no, it honestly, you know, it, this might sound harsh, but it's on you that if you decided to commit to plans and then you really didn't want to commit to those plans, you have to work on yourself. You have to work on your personal boundaries. You need to work on dealing with being a people pleaser, you know, and, and those are all things that I am currently dealing with. And so I want you to know that you're not alone in this. Absolutely not. I am right there with you. However, we have to take responsibility for ourselves. So don't be flaky. And if you feel like you are being pressured into doing stuff you don't want to do, you have to stand up for yourself and say no, so that you can have a reputation of not being flaky. Okay. So the second, uh, the second, I just did the second. The third one is have empathy and be a good listener. You know, when you're talking to someone especially if it's a friend and a good friend, and they are telling you about something that they're going through. And it's not just something super surface level, but even if it is, um, and they're telling you how it is, right? They're just, they're being honest and open. They're like, I really need to share this with you. And you have, I say you have essentially two choices in this moment. You can decide to be a good listener and just listen and actually listen to understand and not listen to respond. Listening to respond would be to not really listen. You're barely listening to what they're saying because they're talking, but you're already formulating your response because you feel like (laughs) they're there to hear you and really you're supposed to be there to hear them and you want to be the star of the conversation and you really want your point to be heard and not necessarily theirs. As opposed to listening to understand, which would be actually to fully listen to everything they're saying so you can understand it fully and not try to come up with some sort of response that, you know, isn't fully applicable to what they're saying because you didn't completely listen to what they said. And then taking a moment, if you need it, to be like, okay, let me just think for a moment so I can, you know, properly respond to you after listening to everything that you said, as opposed to just like already having a response ready because it's like, well, how did you craft that response so quickly? And mind you, there are people that can think on their feet. I feel like I can think on my feet very quickly in a conversation, but not all the time, right? And so you need to be respectful, but in empathy. I feel like you can either listen, be a good listener, you know, and listen to, understand, not respond, or you want to 
you want to counter. I feel like it's kind of countering. You might think like, oh, I am understanding what you're going through because I'm going to tell you a whole story of what I'm going through and how it's affected me. But if they didn't ask for that, they don't need that, right? You don't need to make it about you. You know, you're not empathizing that way. You're really just making it about you and kind of diminishing what they're going through, even if it is similar to something you've been through. They haven't asked you about that or they haven't asked you if you've been through something similar and and to share your story because there's a difference between that. Someone can ask you, have you been through the same thing? It's a yes or no answer, right? Um, Or a maybe. But that still doesn't give you an invitation to share your whole story. You need to be, they need to be like, you need to either be like, would you like me to share what I've been through? Or they need to be like, yeah, okay, well, tell me about that, right? Empathizing is really just being there for them, listening, you know, comforting them, letting them know that you are there for them, right? Not letting it be all about yourself. And I feel like it can easily go into being all about you, being all about you. And that's what it's about. Um, so yeah, so understand what they are going through, make that a top priority and, and then continue forward with what they request of you. Right. Okay. So the fourth one is to be your true self. Don't be fake. I kind of mentioned this in being flaky. Don't be fake. Be your true self. There were several friendships that I went through where I wasn't my true self. I would pretend to be someone else because I am a people pleaser and a perfectionist and I wanted to be super high, top quality friend. I wanted to be the best friend, right? And I know at the top of the show, I was talking about how I'm not a great friend. I don't consider myself a great friend. I consider myself a mediocre, okay friend, right? Um, But we know when I was younger, when I was in school, college, I wanted to be the best of friends. So I wanted to be that person that you could always count on. That's always there that would bend over backwards to do whatever they can for you. Right. And I wasn't my true self and I still have some of those friendships, but it felt like I was wearing a mask all the time, which is, it's it's a common problem in my life uh, that I've gone through and that I'm, you know, finally getting over in the last year or two. But I just feel like you will if you don't become your true self until like much later in friendships and you finally let yourself go, it will be a shock to everyone. <laughs> not just not just your friend, but also to you. And maybe you'll just discover that you don't really have that much in common and you are you're putting on a show because you wanted their friendship. You so deeply and desperately sought their approval and acceptance, which I know that a lot of us go through that, but you have to have the self-awareness enough to realize that, understand it, and then move forward and overcome it by actually being your true self. And I honestly believe that you can't really love people and take and care for them if you don't do that for yourself first. So, which includes being your true self. So be your true self. Don't be fake. Be honest about who you are and what you're all about so that you can have a real friendship, not just some made up crap that you probably watch on TV, right? That's my suggestion to you. Uh, Number five out of six. Number five is to show gratitude for that person. There is something better, I think, than telling someone that you care for them. You appreciate your friendship. You appreciate how honest and open you are and how loving and caring you are and how funny and direct. And I just said this to uh, several ladies that are in this small group where we read a book together, like a Christian book together every couple months. And you know, I, I remember turning to a gal next to me and being like, you know, I just so appreciate how open and honest you are. And then a gal had said to me prior to that, like, oh, I just appreciate how nice and kind you are. And I remember the first time I met you and you're so 
welcoming, and yeah, just expressing your gratitude and your love and your care for these people that you consider to be your good friends in your life and that you you do appreciate. And you know, one of my biggest problems is that I will sometimes forget to voice those things out loud that I do appreciate and I'm gratitude for my friends and I'm trying to make it um a really big priority in my life because I want people to know that I care about them. And especially if I got to the point where I can trust them enough to share with them and be close to them. I want them to know that that's important, that they're super important to me and they're fabulous people because a lot of times we can go through life not realizing how cool and amazing and honest and beautiful and, and uh, all the accolades I could name are. We don't think of ourselves as those things and other people see us as those things and it's nice to be reminded. So I think that you should show gratitude and love for your friends when you can. And then the last one I want to mention to you, number six, is to be accepting and forgiving. Again, I feel like this is one that you can't necessarily do unless you do it for yourself. You can't do it well, I'd say. I'd say you can still do it. You just can't do it well. Uh, Be accepting and forgiving. So you have to accept yourself for who you are, be your true self, and forgive yourself for any mistakes or failures that you've made in the past that you're going to make in the future. Um, And then any, you know, like choices that may not have gone the way you wanted. You got to forgive yourself, right? Um, And that's really healthy. And by doing that, hopefully, you will be able to extend that same kindness of acceptance and forgiveness to your friends, to the people that you truly care about. And by doing so, you'll be able to limit the judgment that you shouldn't be passing on anyone anyway. That's something that I am definitely working on because we are not the judge and jury of people on this earth. We are not. God will do that. God will do that in His way, in His time. We are not in charge of that. It's not a responsibility that we should try to take upon ourselves. It's not our place. But I feel like a lot of time we do make it our place. We try to make excuses for it. And again, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm sharing this with you guys because I have a problem with doing that and I want to move on from that. I don't want to do it. It's not my role. It's not my place. So it's definitely something God is working with me on. So if you're having trouble with that, maybe you can ha- you can like shoot up a prayer and be like, Lord, help me with this problem because that's what I had to do because it was, it was hard. But it is helpful to be accepting and forgiving of people. They If they have done something to hurt you, um, or cause you pain or cause you to feel a certain, or not cause you to feel like contributed to you feeling a certain way because we're all responsible for our own feelings and how we decide to feel. But if they've contributed to that, you know, you felt like they did, it's important to like forgive them because you would want that same courtesy shown to you. And maybe there'll be a time where you will forgive them and they won't forgive you. But that is not for you to judge again. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. It's not going to be fun, but it's a courtesy. And it's the thing that you should do, but also be accepting because people are different. And that that is what creates such a wonderful community of people of being accepting each other for being different so that we can learn and grow from each other. So that's what I think would be super helpful in being a better friend. And that's all the tips I have to share with you today on how to be a better friend. So I really hope that this was beneficial and helpful to you if you feel like you're struggling in your friendships or you just want to be a better friend to someone because you cherish their friendship. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again with me, Sabrina. Please check the show notes below. You can find me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo or on Clubhouse at Sabrina J. Perozo. Um, send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me at Real Positive Girl Podcast at gmail.com. 
And I think that is it. Oh, you can visit my website for updated blog posts, sabrinajoy.com. And if you've listened all the way until the end, I want to let you know that I am thinking about having some bonus episodes coming up soon in regards to having quick conversations with other people that I find interesting in regards to how they manage their mental health and mindset in their life. Um, in a few weeks, I believe my first guest, and it won't be interview style, it's going to be conversation. Like, like I talk to you guys here, but with another person, and it's not going to be regular. It's going to be a special thing we do here and there, but my first guest is going to be an author of a children's book that is coming out soon that is does revolve around mindset and offering um, and encouraging affirmations for children, which I think is beautiful. So anyway, be on the lookout for that. But until next time, have a good one, and I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.